ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستهديه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان سيد ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا وقرة أعيننا ونور قلوبنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل وسلم عليه ونبيه وصفيه وحبيبه وخليله اللهم صل وسلم عليه أرسله للعالمين بشيرا ونذيرا وداعيا إلى الله بإذنه وسراجا منيرا فبلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وكشف الغمة وجاهد في الله حق جهاده حتى آتاه اليقين اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين وأصحابه الغر الميامين ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم وإياي بتقوى الله لا إله إلا الله تقوى الله الذي لا يقبل غيرها ولا يرحم إلا أهلها ولا يثيب إلا عليها وأحسن يرحمكم الله إن رحمة الله قريب من المحسنين All praise belongs to Allah our Creator the one worthy of worship and all of devotion and love subhanahu wa ta'ala the one deserving of all gratitude and thanks that he brought us from non-existence into existence out of his mercy and beneficence and continues to sustain us in every moment and continues to care for us in every second and even between every blink of every eye Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is bestowing His mercy and grace upon us. We bear witness that there is nothing worthy of worship save Allah wa ta'ala. And we bear witness that our noble and beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam is His beloved final messenger salawatullahi wa salamuhu alayhi who was sent to all of humanity. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow people to follow His guidance and to benefit from his sunnah sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. My beloved community, elders, brothers and sisters, I remind myself and all of you to be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to have taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to have consciousness of Allah jalla jalaluh in secret and in public, alone and in a group, and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it has awareness of all things and knowledge of all things. And he knows what is in our very hearts and what is even more hidden, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that part of our taqwa, part of our servitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and our following in the footsteps of his beloved messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam, is contributing to humanity is that every single believer, every single Muslim, everyone who follows 
the path of Sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam has something to contribute. And if people can just uh, move forward, Jazakumullah khayran. That everyone has something to contribute. And that Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala tells us in the Qur'an of the goodness and the benefit that he has placed within this ummah. Allah says, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم كنتم خير أمة أخرجت للناس You are the best community, the best ummah brought forth for humanity. This is not something that a person just uses to think that inherently they have something that other people don't have. But rather Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the rest of the verse, He tells us the condition for that khususiyyah, that distinction, that is a distinction that is given to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam and is given to the members of his ummah in accordance with the degree to which they follow him. تَأْمُرُونَ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ وَتَنْهَوْنَ عَنِ الْمُنْكَرِ وَتُؤْمِنُونَ بِاللَّهِ The condition of being khayra ummah is followed by you order what is right and you forbid what is wrong. And you believe in Allah. This is, these are the qualities, these are the actions that make a person deserving of being called one of the best of the ummah. One of the best ummah that was ever sent forth for the benefit of humanity, for the goodness of humanity, for the guidance of humanity. So a believer, anyone who follows in the footsteps of our beloved Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he or she spends time thinking about what is beneficial for people. What do people need? And when a person really thinks deeply about that, then they'll come to the conclusion, if they have a sound understanding, that the most crucial need and the greatest blessing is the blessing of Islam. And that is the greatest thing that can be conveyed and offered to our brothers and sisters in humanity. And sometimes Muslims, if you just look at the world today, just by following the news and all of the, the depressing things that they focus on in that very limited medium, is that everything looks bad, everything seems like it's all bad and that there's no way forward, that there is no honor that the Muslims have. And that is a very shallow understanding. It is just looking at things through the material lens. But Muslims need to realize that what we have in Islam, what we have in the Qur'an and what we have in the example and the connection to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is everything. Is everything. The greatest treasure. The greatest honor. That nothing that can ever be given, you can be given everything of the world, but it is not worth even an atom's weight of iman. It is not even worth an atom's weight of iman, the honor that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala places in the believer. <coughs> Imam Abu al-Hassan al-Shadili radiallahu anhu, he said, if you were to see the nur that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala places in a Muslim, who is disobedient, who is not even fulfilling all of the rights, all of the basic rights that Allah has placed upon them. If you were to see the nur that was in a person at that level, 
their nur would fill up the entire sky, the entire heavens. Because that heart has la ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah in it. Then what of the degrees of greater obedience and taqwa and nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So we have to recognize that we've been given everything. As Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu anhu said, إِنَّ كُنَّا أَذَلَّ قَوْمٍ فَأَعَزَّنَ اللَّهُ بِالْإِسْلَامِ We used to be the lowliest of people. Then Allah honored us with Islam. فَمَهْمَا نَطْلُبُ الْعِزَّةَ بِغَيْرِ مَا أَعَزَّنَ اللَّهُ مِنْ غَيْرِ مَا أَعَزَّنَ اللَّهُ بِهِ أَذَلَّنَ اللَّهُ So if we ever try to seek honor from other than what Allah has already honored us with, Allah will debase us. So that just lets us know that everything that we have, everything that we need is already given to us. And that there are our brothers and sisters in humanity who are looking for meaning, who are looking for light, who are looking for a healing from just the lowliness of this dunya. And we have so much to offer them if we valued what we actually have. So then the question arises, one, we need to contribute. If we are khayra ummatin ukhrijat nas, if we are the best community ever brought forth for people, then we know we need to contribute. The next question is, how do we contribute? And there, are, there is one passage of the Qur'an that maybe you know, many of us come across, or maybe even some of us memorize, but it has within it immense and deep degrees of guidance. And in it, there are five principles for every Muslim's success. And it is the beginning of Surah Al-Muddathir, where Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala says, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, Ya ayyuhal Muddathir, Qum fa'anthir, wa rabbaka fa'kabbir, wa thiyabaka fa'tahir, wa rujsa fa'hajur, wa la tamnun tastakthir, wa li rabbika fa'sbir. That the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he received these verses from Allah at the beginning of his mission as a prophet and messenger calling people to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah said to him, O oh, you wrapped in your cloak, al-muddathir. This was after he received revelation from Jibreel and he told his beloved wife, Sayyida Khadija al-Kubra radiallahu anha, dathiruni, dathiruni, zammiluni, zammiluni. Wrap me up, cover me up and wrap me. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Ya ayyuhal muddathir, with his love and mercy to his Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Oh, you wrapped in your cloak, qum fa'anthir, arise and warn. You have a responsibility, you have to contribute. Wa rabbaka fa'kabbir, proclaim the greatness of your Lord. Wa thiyabaka fa'tahhir, purify your garments. Wa rujsa fahjur, keep away from all filth. Wa la tamnun and do not do a favor expecting more in return from people. And for your Lord's sake, be patient and steadfast. That we get five principles for every believer who wants to contribute from these verses of the Quran. The first is proclaiming the greatness of your Lord. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begins calling upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Arise and warn. And then what is the first thing that will assist in that responsibility and that role? Proclaim the greatness of your Lord. 
the first thing every believer has to have in their heart is reverence for Allah That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most deserving and the only one deserving of seeking nearness to and seeking His good pleasure. And that if everyone in creation came to benefit you, they could not benefit you except by what Allah has already decreed for you. And if everyone got together to try to harm you, they could not harm you unless Allah has written it for you. So the the command, the power only belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So is there anyone else deserving of concern? Is there anyone else deserving of making our exclusive focus in being sincere and only seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? That's the first step. Without that, nothing else really matters. That we need to rectify our hearts. We need to yearn and seek nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and know that everything belongs to Him. And the one who gives reward is Him. And the one who protects from harm is Him subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is the first thing. And that He is the one who gives victory. And He is the one who will then elevate our states. And He is the one who grants honor. Jalla Jalalu. So that is the first thing. وَرَبَّكَ فَكَبِّرْ Proclaim the greatness of your Lord. Increase in ta'aleem in your heart and reverence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The second is, وَثِيَابَكَ فَطَهِّرْ Purify your garments. Make your garments pure and clean. And the ulama, they say that this refers to cleanliness outwardly and inwardly. That we should be people who are put together and that we have a, an honor even in the way that we carry ourselves and even in the way that we dress. And even more importantly is our inward purity. That we purify our hearts and souls and we purify the nufus from lowly traits. Because that is the greatest enemy. And that is a hidden enemy that lives within us. This nafs, which is trickier and, and works against you worse than 70 shayateen is a nafs al-ammara bisu, the nafs that commands to evil. وَثِيَابَكَ فَطَهِّرْ And purify your garments outwardly and inwardly. And purify the way that you look at one another and the way that you regard one another as believers, having a good opinion of other people, not engaging in envy and arrogance and these lowly traits and having the traits that are beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of generosity, of trusting in Him, of patience, of uh, uh, courage, and so forth. So that is the second, is purifying ourselves outwardly and inwardly. Number three, and keep away from all filth. And that means that we first begin with keeping away from filthy words, not uh, uh, making our mouths and tongues and the blessing of speech that Allah has given us, filthy with things that are uh, uh, lowly to say. That this tongue that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us is the means by which we remember Him. It is the means for dhikr. It is a means for dua. It is the means by which we are able to recite His noble Qur'an subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we're going to make it impure with lowly words, and this is something, especially young people, we have to be careful of. Because now in entertainment, there are things that when we were growing up, 
you would never hear heard on television. Now these words are becoming more and more common and people's understanding of how to elevate their soul is starting to be lost. And even these words which are poisonous and toxic for the soul, they're becoming common. So keeping away from all filth in what we say and what we do and not responding to evil with evil, not responding to ugliness with with ugliness, but that just as we have purified ourselves outwardly and inwardly, that we carry ourselves in a way that is dignified and we don't allow ourselves to be dragged into the filth of the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's number three. وَلَا تَمْنُنْ تَسْتَكْثِرْ And do not do a favor expecting more in return. This is one of the most important virtues and one of the most important principles in serving humanity and wanting good for other people is that you're not doing it because you expect something from them. Because inevitably, you are going to be let down. People are not going to appreciate what you've given them, or uh, you actually won't give them something of value if your heart is not aligned with Allah in the first place. So do not do something expecting something in return. As Sayyidina Ali and Sayyida Fatima radiallahu anhuma wa ardahuma when they were fasting and they were hungry and someone came to their house and just before they were about to eat and break their fast, there was a poor person who came and they gave them their food, the little food that they had. The next day, someone who was a prisoner came by and wanted food. They gave them their food the second day. So now they went two days in a row without food. The third day, it was an orphan. They gave their food away a third day. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us of this in the Qur'an. إِنَّمَا نُطْعِمُكُمْ لِوَجْهِ اللَّهِ لَا نُرِيدُ مِنْكُمْ جَزَاءً وَلَا شُكُورًا They said, we are feeding you, seeking only Allah. We do not want any reward or any thanks in return. Even saying thank you is not something that we're looking for. We are only looking for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's pleasure. Now, if someone does us a favor, we say thank you. That's part of adab. But it's not something that we're looking for in other people. Recognition and reward. We do it for Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. And we know that anything that we seek uh, uh, that other people might have, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give us that which is far better. What no eye has ever seen, no ear has ever heard, and has never crossed the human imagination. Number five, the fifth principle for success is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلِرَبِّكَ فَاصْبِرْ And for your Lord's sake, be steadfast and patient. If you are going to continue in this path and you want uh, a nobility, you want success, you want goodness for the ummah, you want benefit for humanity, you can't be hasty. There are, are going to be obstacles, there are going to be difficulties. And if you knew the value of what you're seeking, then all the obstacles in that path seem very small in comparison to what it is you are actually going to be given. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants us tawfiq, and we ask Allah to grant us tawfiq, but you have to be steadfast. It's not something that comes in a day or two. Now everything that we want, any kind of piece of information, anything we want, it's so fast. We're not used to patience. We're not used to even boredom. 
We're not used to waiting for results. But these are the results that are worth waiting for. It might take years. We might actually never see the results in our lifetimes. How many great imams, they wrote books and they served the ummah and then those, that, those contributions were discovered after their passing. And they were made use of after their passing. Radiallahu anhum ajma'een. So we have to have patience and steadfastness. And we have to put up with difficulty and struggle and harm and people's criticisms. But at the end, uh, inshallah, we are granted Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's tawfiq. If not uh, manifesting in this life, then we see it in the akhirah. Bi'idhnillahi ta'ala. والله يقول وقوله الحق المبين وإذا قرئ القرآن فاستمعوا له وأنصتوا لعلكم ترحمون وقال تبارك وتعالى فإذا قرأت القرآن فاستعذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم قل هذه سبيلي أدعو إلى الله على بصيرة أنا ومن اتبعني وسبحان الله وما أنا من المشركين. Allah subhanahu wa taala says the translation of which is, O Prophet, say, this is my way. قل هذه سبيلي. This is my way, the way of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم. I invite to Allah with insight. I and those who follow me. Glory be to Allah. I am not one of the polytheists. Barakallahu li wa lakum fil Qur'an al-Azim. Wa nafa'na bima fihi min al-ayati wa al-dhikr al-hakim. Wa ajarana min khizihi wa adhabihi al-alim. Aqulu qawli hatha. Wa astaghfirullah al-Azim li wa lakum wa li walidina wa li jami' al-Muslimin. Fastaghfiruh innahu huwa al-Ghafur al-Rahim. إن الحمد لله حمدا يليق بجلال وجهه وعظيم سلطانه ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل وسلم وبارك عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله لا إله إلا الله It is important as we seek to achieve uh, success as defined by Allah and His Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that we know going back to proclaiming the greatness of our Lord and the exaltedness of our Lord that we know that His promise is real and that we focus on fulfilling Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala's rights over us first and foremost and that we cultivate within our hearts and souls the love of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and of his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam so that they become more beloved to us than everything else over everything else and that we work hard in spreading guidance and benefit and goodness and that we leave the results to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we're not overly attached to the results but that we leave it in Allah's hands and we know that everything will manifest all good deeds will fully manifest in the akhirah بإذن الله تعالى وأكثر من الصلاة والسلام على البشير النذير والسراج المنير سيدنا محمد فإن الله أمركم بأمر بدأ فيه بنفسه 
وثنى بالملائكة المسبحة بقدسه وآيها بالمؤمنين تعميما فقال مخبرا وآمرا لهم تكريما وتعظيما إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا المصطفى محمد وعلى الخليفة من بعده المختار وصاحبه وأنيسه في الغار مؤازر الرسول الله في حالي الساعة والضيق خليفة رسول الله سيدنا أبي بكر الصديق رضي الله عنه وعلى من نشر العدل في الآفاق فاشتهر الذي رفع الله له القدر فيما أنزل على خير البشر حليف المحراب أمير المؤمنين سيدنا عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه وعلى الناصح لله في السر والإعلان من استحيت منه ملائكة الرحمن محي الليالي بتلاوة القرآن ذو النورين أمير المؤمنين سيدنا عثمان بن عفان رضي الله عنه وعلى أخ النبي المصطفى وابن عمه ووليه وباب مدينة علمه إمام أهل المشارق والمغارب أمير المؤمنين سيدنا علي بن أبي طالب رضي الله عنه وعلى الحسن والحسين سيدي شباب أهل الجنة في الجنة وريحانتي نبيك بنص السنة وعلى أمهما الحوراء فاطمة البتول الزهراء وعلى خديجة الكبرى وعائشة الرضا وأمهات المؤمنين وعلى الحمزة والعباس وسائر أهل بيت نبيك الذي طهرتهم من الدنس والأرجاس وعلى أهل بدر وأهل أحد وأهل بيعة الرضوان وعلى سائر الصحب الأكرمين ومن تبعهم بهدى وإحسان إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا في مقامنا هذا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضاء إلا قضيتها يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم اغفر للمسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار Oh Allah, we ask you that you grant us goodness in this life and goodness in the hereafter and that you protect us from the fire, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you fulfill in each and every one of us the deservingness to be called of the best of ummas, the best ummah ever brought forth for humanity. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you make us people of knowledge and people of good character and people of service and benefit for humanity, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you grant tawfiq to each and every one of us and all those that we love and all those who care for this deen, that you grant us all tawfiq in, in uh, showing the true beauty of Islam to humanity, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. And we ask you, Ya Allah, those who are uh, decreed to be guided, we ask you, Ya Allah, to hasten their guidance and to increase their benefit. Ya Arham Ar-Rahimeen, wa Ya Akram Al-Akrameen. And we ask you, Ya Allah, that you have mercy on all our parents and those who came before us and our elders who have passed, and that you continue to bless and grant good health to our elders who are with us 
and that you bless our children and make them grow up in a way that is pleasing to you and in the footsteps of your beloved sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam and that you bless our families and our homes ya akram al-akrameen wa ya arham al-rahimeen and we ask you ya Allah that you grant each and every one of us sincerity in proclaiming your greatness and in knowing your exaltedness and in glorifying you ya arham al-rahimeen and that you purify us inwardly and outwardly fi khayrin wa lutfin wa afiyah and that you keep us away from all filth and that you grant us uh, only seeking uh, favor and benefit from you and that you grant us steadfastness on this path ya akram al-akramin wa ya arham al-rahimin ibadallah inna allaha amara bi thalathin wa naha an thalath inna allaha ya'muru bil 'adli wal ihsan wa ita'i dhil qurba wa yanha عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروه على نعمه يزدكم ولذكر الله أكبر الله